Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your guide Olivia and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. In this one, we'll chat about finding peace in ourselves through each other. And this is going to be one of those fun episodes where I'm actually reading from one of my own books, so this is an author reading. And then we'll chat about it afterwards and just have more of a conversation around it. So I am excited to jump into this one. But before we do, just a little reminder, that is a huge help to me, the show, and anyone else out there that these episodes might help if you could take a quick second and leave a review. I know. It might be like this thing where it's like, Olivia, everybody asked for the review. That's because the podcast gods demand it. And they say... If no one leaves the reviews, then we don't think anyone likes your show. But if people do, then we go, ah, they like it. And then they pass it on to other people. (laughs) And that's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. Um, So as much as I love seeing your stars and your words that tell me how you feel about the show, um, it also is a way for this show to reach more people. And you can kind of do a little part. Like, I'm here to help people, but this can be how you do your part to also help people. Think about it that way. So I would appreciate, pause the show, do it while you're listening. I don't care. Drop a review. It would be amazing if you already have. Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> this is, I'm getting, I'm getting fierce. All right. Some quick ASMR while I find the page. Oh, I passed it. <laughs> okay. So today I am going to be reading from my book, Unbox. This is actually my, well, at the time of this recording, is my most recently published book. Um, And the subtitle is Identity, Reclamation, and Finding Freedom Within the Facets of Self. Booyah, baby. Um, Actually, I'm going to read the back. I don't do this all the time, but sometimes I think occasionally it's nice to just be like, ah, that's what that book's about. Let me catch my breath because I'm talking too fast. Okay, so... Basically, it's a calling card for the misfits and a peek behind the curtain at taking life, life, hello, back from trauma, inspiring you in finding your own steps towards owning your identity, reclaiming who you are, and experiencing freedom within yourself. This book is a memoir for what was, an anthem for what is to come, and guidance for how we can heal. Boom! It's also very pretty. (laughs) Because I made it. (laughs) I made all of it. Um, yeah, fun, actually, let's do that for a second. Fun fact about my books, I guess I don't think I really ever talk about this a lot. Um, so of course I write my books, but also I do all the internal, like all the gut designing, um, and the photographs that you see on the covers are photographs taken by me, and the book cover design, um, is also by me. My husband lends me an amazing hand and helps me, like I basically decide what the cover is going to look like. And then he makes it happen on the, on the fancy programs. Um, just because he does it a bit quicker than I do. So I always appreciate his support. (laughs) So he is credited in the book. I can't not mention him. Um, 
Anyway, so yeah, Unbox is really awesome, and I want to read from it, so I'm going to be reading from the chapter. Actually, let me explain this to you. The way this book is broken up, um, you there's part one and part two. You like all the freaking sounds I'm doing? Okay, there's part one and part two. Um, there is a trigger warning for this book, so if you go look on, like, Amazon, I think, I don't know if I put it on my website, but anyway, um, you can read, like, the trigger warning. I do, I just burped. Uh, I do say what, uh, what things I cover, but part one is me exploring the different facets of my identity or how I've, like, cataloged my identity at the time of writing this, and then part two is just kind of um, there's only three chapters, but it's kind of a, a just deeper, broader topic, topic, talk on identity reclamation and freedom. Um, so the chapter I'm going to be reading from, I'm reading from page 58, um, is the chapter called White, um, which might seem, I don't know, weird or controversial, just buckle up, hang in there, because I am a white human. I mean, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm like racially, I'm classified as white. (laughs) And so I didn't want to leave that out from this book um, in the sense that it is a visual indicator. Like, you see it. Um, And so how can it not be part of my identity, especially in the world that we live in? Um, So I want to read just a little chunk from this chapter and then, again, talk about this conversation about finding peace in ourselves through each other. So without further ado, I'm going to stop babbling and read. Um, forgive me if I skip, I don't edit this and I do my best to read my, my own books fluidly, but it's not always the case. So I'm going to just do my best. (laughs) All right. We are all human and no matter our skin color, culture, gender, class, abilities, etc., we will live our entire lives discovering new blind spots. For we are unlearning lessons that have closed us off from one another and relearning how to coexist without conversion. Yes, all lives must matter, but do we take the time to know what lives those are? Black lives, indigenous lives, LGBTQ plus lives, sex workers lives, women's lives, disabled lives, multiracial lives, and so many more. When we see all of them, do they all still matter? Or does it reveal biases that make us saying all lives matter untrue? Do we listen to their stories, their wisdom? Do we take the time to look into their experiences, their struggles? Do we take into account their suggestions, their guidance? Do we open ourselves up to being wrong in what we've always known? Do we dare have love in our hearts for someone going through life in a different way than we are or would choose? Do we ask ourselves the deeper questions about who we want to be and how we want to show up for others? Do we follow through? It's up to us to put our guard down long enough to let the truth in, to let empathy in, to let compassion in. But many of us are scared to risk our false sense of safety. We don't want the worlds we've built up in our minds to crumble. We don't want to be wrong or villainized. So we hold up in our towers when there is so much incredible existence on this planet to explore. The beautiful, ling- the beautiful things in life are worth leaving those confines and trudging through the marsh for. And even the marsh holds its share of beauty. We just have to be willing to see it. Have you ever had a wasp fly within a foot of you? How did you react and respond? Did you inquire, listen, open your eyes, expand your mind? Did your heart race, your feet carry you to safety, and your hands defend your fears? 
Did you freeze, close your eyes, and wait for it to be over? As we sat at the table, I watched my girls react in fear as one of the many wasps that share our mountain home flew near our porch table during lunch. They shared with me stories of friends getting stung and the inherent danger of wasps. After some breaths, they watched me respond with curiosity, kindness, and compassion. I shared with them stories of a wasp sitting on my hand while I read, of them crawling onto a spoon so I could guide them out of our library and back into the open skies, explaining to them that we're all capable of inflicting pain, and we won't always do it. That we're all simply trying to live our lives without the threat of being unnecessarily attacked, shining light on the fact that we have our differences, but our common bonds too. Now I'm grateful to get to watch them encourage their minds and bodies to respond differently, to spread love and kindness further into themselves and out into the world, to recognize and even admire the differences while they see the world through another set of eyes. I see my children practicing the release and creation of perspectives just as I have. I'm proud that they are taking the time now at seven and four to explore these techniques so they'll be easier to integrate later. I'm also proud that I did the same, even though it was in my 20s. All right, I'm going to stop reading there, but it does continue on. It's definitely not the end of the chapter, so I have plooped you in <laughs> in the middle. Um, so yes, Unboxed, if you would like to read more about what I go through in that chapter, um, it really is a lot of like stories and stuff that I'm sharing in regards to that facet of my identity. And my reflections on those experiences as well. Um, you can get this on my website. There's links to Amazon and stuff. Sometimes the search is weird on Amazon. So what I would suggest, go to my website, find the links to wherever you want to purchase it there. Because if it, I think there's, um, you can get it through like some local bookstores as well. Sometimes, depends on the book. Anyway, go to my website and get it there because it'll just link you to wherever you want to buy it from. Easier. <laughs> and there's digital copies there as well. Anyway, um, all that to say, yeah, I just, I wanted to bring this up because I do feel like there is a value in allowing differences. And it's something, again, like I said, as we continue to live through life, like I'm not even immune, like we continue to find blind spots, right? And um, there are just, I think there are times when we could just go, man, it would feel so much easier if we all just did stuff the same way. Or if we all just believed or thought the same way. <laughs> and um, that just can't be the case. And so when we can allow those differences, that's kind of where this title was inspired from. Is like that's when we can find peace in ourselves. Is when we stop living in a sense of frustration or tension or we'll just leave it at those two, um, with the, like other people's differences, right? And we stop trying to change people and we stop trying to, and then we, and we also just stop getting so upset that they're not like us or that they're doing things in a way that we wouldn't prefer. And, you know, there's always room for everyone to to grow and to change and to deepen like the amount of love that they can hold and all of that um but we have but we kind of have to not we we don't have to but i think it would benefit us all if we could learn to 
allow people the way that they are in all the different ways that they are. Um, and I've talked about this on previous episodes, but like even what you would imagine as the worst of the worst, you know, can you allow that person to just be and maybe even try to lean into trust that their journey is going to teach them, a, you know, not teach them a lesson. That sounds rough, but like um, might help provide them insight that there are different ways. And even if that never happens, like that, that is just what it is. Like we, that's where I think there's this middle is like, we can share how, how we think and believe and experience the world. And we must also be willing to like, listen to other people sharing that as well. And in that exchange, there might, there's, there's, there's room for inspiration. There's room for growth. There's room for evolution, if you will, where, you know, we aren't trying to force someone to be a certain way and we aren't denying them who they are and what they're experiencing. And I, I think that's like one of the most beautiful places to grow from. And it just release releases a lot of animosity and hatred and frustration and tension and suffering. Um, when we allow ourselves to kind of get to that place and be willing to see something through another's eyes or to see a situation in a different light, um, even if it challenges us, even if maybe ultimately we don't agree with it, right? And um, the only way we do that is, is through connecting, is through listening to each other, is through being willing to, to for, for a moment, put down all that we are to take in all that somebody else is and then navigate how and if we want to integrate that into our own, like, being. Um, and it, it, I, I believe it can just provide us with quite a lot of peace when we can do that or when we even just try to do that in every opportunity where it presents itself. Maybe, maybe not every, but as many as we can hold. Um, so yeah, that's. I think that's all I want to say on that. It's just some food for thought and something, it's just something to think about and something to take into consideration. And again, you just listen and decide what you want to do with it. I'm just sharing. Um, Sharing is caring. (laughs) Stop. Okay. Anyway, uh, that is going to be it for this episode. So if you did like this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, your phone, your your snail's mail. (laughs) I like to imagine that you have a little pet snail and it gets its own mail, like with a postage stamp Um, or carrier pigeon, you know, because maybe you have one of those in your back pocket. And um, that's how you'd like to send a message to a friend. I think that's cool. All right. You can also check out my self-help books and services at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome. I'll keep saying Simply Ollie, And I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.